Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And this is a podcast about dating and other stuff. And we're joined today by our guest dater, the man who's taken over the experiment since I stopped it, uh, Kenny, my brother. Hello, Kenny. What's up? What's up? What up? Gosh, it's great to have you back. I feel like it's been a second. Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What is the release schedule of these podcasts? I feel like I've been <laughs> every to you guys. Tuesday. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, that's right. Every Tuesday. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it hasn't been that long, actually. But listeners, thank you for being back. We love you oh so much. Um, we appreciate all of your letters, and <laughs> you don't send us letters. You send us emails. All of your emails and DMs and fun little posts in the secret Facebook group and appreciation. Oh my God, like, I'm so tired. Basically, we love you and we thank you so much for all of your interactions with us because we're lonely people who just want to interact. But all of the, the worst first dates and everything are so good. And Liza, you should take it from here because I'm clearly <laughs> tired. <laughs> I think you're fucking crushing it. Uh, no, we, we appreciate you and uh, <laughs> we, love, we love hearing from you. And we're both apparently in a weird mood. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're going to talk today about one of Kenny's dates and like something else that we just to figure out as we go. We're going to figure it out as we go. And if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. This is a podcast about a dating project, but it's one that I did and ended. I went on, you know, 32 dates. And if you're if you're an old listener, you're probably sick of me saying this, but I um, am still dating the person I met on date 13. So that is my story. And now we talk about all sorts of things. And Kenny is on the journey. Is it date 10, Kenny? Uh, yeah, that's right. Date number 10, which seemingly is too low a number because I've been on too many dates to just call it number 10, but 10th individual for sure. That's exciting. I mean, and 10 that you've talked about in the podcast, right? I feel like that's the other thing. It's like scheduling time to talk about your dates on top of scheduling your dates. is It's a whole thing. Yeah, no, but it's like I think it feels a little bit longer because I was dating before I got on the podcast. I continue to date while on the podcast. You go on second dates. You go on third dates. Hell, maybe you go on a fourth date. I don't know. Um, but ultimately, it just feels like it adds up more and more. And when you start trying to hang out with people more than once, it just becomes like, oh, wait, maybe I have just been hanging out with a couple people this whole time. <laughs> wait, so I actually yeah. have an idea. We should definitely hear about your 10th date. But then we should do, Liza, should we do like a rundown like we did with me probably around date 10 or something? Kenny, it's okay um, if you don't remember them. But we can kind of like go back through the, the dates. <laughs> I feel like we should do. We could do like a. We could do like a general takeaway. Let, we'll we'll ask Kenny rapid fire questions about how he feels about dating now versus yes. how he felt about dating before this. Yes, right. Because we before didn't have got, time to prep before we um like locked him in our podcast dungeon and didn't let him out until he was on our podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm over here acting calm and collected on this podcast, but if you could hear my morph code, I'm sending out SOS. So we just let him out for dates. <laughs> Me very much. It's like Snow Day, that stupid movie with um. Josh Peck, where he writes play on the window, like trying to write help <laughs> to get saved, like breathing on the window, and it comes out backwards. And it's just like, that's a classic movie. I forgot about that. Okay, is Go that Snow the Day with the famous um, Hoku song? Who was that Hawaiian artist who sang the <laughs> Snow Day song? I have literally no idea. No, I have to find out. But anyway, <laughs> is it the same guy who sings to like Somewhere Over the Rainbow? That one? <laughs> no. The guy who weighed like 500 pounds, but he died? No? Okay. Oh my goodness, this could be me totally mixed up. Oh no, Hoku, that's her name. I don't know if she's Hawaiian, but so okay. sorry if that's awful. Oh my God, I thought it was a man. No. Uh, no. Yeah, we'll ask, we'll ask questions. We'll ask Kenny some questions about his perspective chefs. It sounds so stupid. Um, but no, I think like that thing you were just talking about, Kenny. So I have a friend who is dating who has been dating a lot and she just kind of found someone who like she's dating like it's, it might become a thing but she's like oh my god like he's taking it more seriously than me and right now I want to keep going on first dates so I don't like start thinking about this person it, like she just was like I want to keep going on dates and she literally was like I can't schedule she was like I can't regularly date one person work live a, have a social life and go on first dates she was like I just can't do all of those things you have to go through this weird like inflection point where you're okay with it and you just kind of have to be like, oh, if you want to be dating, then date. If you want to like regularly hang out with someone as well, I think that's fine. Just like at a certain point, you're going to have to make a decision. 
and like yeah that you're gonna have to make a decision and like own up to what you're doing but like at the same time like from that perspective it's like i don't know just keep going on dates like what what is to come out of it that's really harmful at the end of the day like if you don't feel that strongly about that individual then like maybe you're kind of figuring out that you don't want to be just dating one person but at the same time like at the beginning of this i dealt with that for sure i was like okay trying to go on second dates maybe that leads to a third date but then also trying to get go on new dates and i'm probably a little biased because i was trying to generate content for y'all but ultimately like at the end of the day it was like you have to figure out it's like a kind of a learning curve figure out what the balance is what you're comfortable with what you're not i'm not going to speak for anybody like some people just like going around dating everybody they can sleeping with whoever they want some people feel literally the opposite it's like i only want to ever be talking to one i'm going to delete the app after i match with someone and go yeah. until i stop talking to that person so i don't think there's a right or wrong i just think you have to do what is in your heart I mean, that's very non-judgmental of you. I totally think, like, keep fucking going on dates until someone has told you they love you. No, not really. But but it is is a balance. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong. And I've dealt with this a little bit, like, over this process. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong most of the time because it's like we're not committed to each other. We've been on a couple dates. Like, whatever. I don't think we've reached that conversation where we have to, like, acknowledge something more is potentially here or whatever. But, like, I think if that makes you uncomfortable, well, then figure that out. Try maybe pushing the boundary a little bit and going on more dates and see how it feels. Or lean into that and be like, all right, maybe this isn't what I should be doing. But, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, what we're talking about is, like, the genesis of this podcast, or at least from, like, Liza and my end. For my, like, let's break a dating habit, it was about not – it was about actually forcing myself to be dating more than one person at a time. Not – I guess not be dating – because now I always kind of backtrack and feel like I was never like dating multiple people at once, but going on dates, even when I find someone I like, because I think, again, it's that numbers game of, well, I can't get super crazy hung up on this person after a couple dates, which I used to do, uh, because it felt so difficult to get on the date. So when you got on the date and someone was awesome, it was like, yeah, I'm going to like commit to this, tie myself to this as hard as possible, because I like the way it sounds on paper. But I think that you know, if that's not your habit, if you weren't like me and you already date a lot, then maybe it is the opposite. Maybe you do need to just say like, hey, I really like you. I'm going to stop dating other people. Will you do that too, please? You know? I think it also just gets a little bit weirder when you start having sex. <laughs> because yeah. I think people like start feeling emotions more than the average like first date or second date would typically like entail if you just like love the rush of going on first dates and you're like not hooking up with people and you're just like going and meeting people and having drinks, like I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Just like you're meeting another face. There's, I don't think there's any of the like sexuality associated with it. Maybe there is from the other party's perspective, but like who knows? I think it just gets a little bit weird when you start getting physical. Oh, it might be yeah. earmuff corner for Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy Foskett earmuff corner and, and Liza no, and Kenny no. can dig I mean, in. I get it. Yeah. No, I feel the exact same way. I'll talk about it since I'm not related to either of you guys and it won't be weird <laughs> for either of you. I, I feel the same way. That was in my in my one moment of life of being like, YOLO, I'm going to date fucking anybody and everybody. Like, it got complicated because of that. And it started to be like, I was scheduling people based on like, <laughs> God, I hope like my <laughs> mother never listens to this. But I had a moment where I was like, well, I don't want to see anyone in the same 24 hour window because that feels hoary. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's... It's a little trick. It's it's absolutely tricky. And but it I comes used... back to like what you're comfortable with. Like some people, that is non-issue, and that totally. works both sides of the coin. Like not only guys, girls feel that way too. Like do you think whatever? Totally. You're and I should okay. say, like with emphatically, it's not hoary if that's your fucking thing. Like, I don't. Yeah, I meant that in no way to like be shamey to anybody. Like I I hope that everyone is having the exact amount of sex they want to have or more in life. But I think along with all of that is also like I was very much the person who was like very personally slighted when people I was dating but not exclusive with were maybe following other women on Instagram who I thought they were fucking. Like I I just think like at the same time you everyone can do what they want but then everyone needs to understand what the person they're doing the thing with is also doing and be okay with that or like that thing that always comes up on this because I think that's sometimes the trap that I used to get into that a lot of our listeners get into it's like well but maybe it'll change and I feel like it just never changes 
Well, I think our dad has that great saying where it's like, you can have anything you want. You can't have everything you want. If you want to go sleep around, like, don't expect to have like a fun <laughs> conversation every time that you want to just like stop hanging out with a chick after you have sex with her. Like, it's just like, there's repercussions to like, your <laughs> and like, ultimately, I just think it's like one of those things where you're going to have to like, yeah, you can go like have sex with everybody, but like you're gonna have to probably pay for it in some other capacity. But to be clear, our dad doesn't <laughs> use that. That he specifically doesn't. for sex. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's really weird how like specific he is about it with sex. That's what he <laughs> told us when we were young. Conversation <laughs> and it plugs in so perfectly. No, but I think there's some truth to it. Like I don't know. You can. Yeah, go I mean, I think that's want, great advice. Have it like. A loving relationship at the same time and like not have to like give and take I yeah know. i think that's great advice in life like i think it's great advice professionally i think it's great advice you know it's like it's about picking like what are the most important factors like yeah. what's the thing i'm after like it's it's hard to find perfect everything wall to wall like I wonder where that quote originated because I don't think it was Matt Foskett as much as I love him dearly. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. But um, I think it's kind of interesting because like figuring out what you want definitely is like an evolutionary process. And I think as I went through and continue to go through this one, like there have been all kinds of things. There's been like, oh, I want to hang out with this person more. Oh, I just want to go on as many dates as possible. I'm going to stare at my phone and swipe right on everybody who I think looks attractive. Oh, I just want to have sex. Oh, I just want to like go on a date and just like meet somebody else for like variety's sake. I don't know. You go through like all those webs, ebbs and flows. And like, I think you kind of don't otherwise experience what like you really need or really figure out what you want unless you like really put yourself out there. So I think this process like can help people like at least give them exposure to different folks and how they're thinking about dating. Because right, part of it's you and part of it's the other person on the other side of the table that you're sharing a drink with, so. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Listeners, tell us if you going on more dates has changed your perspective. Some of you do write in, and it's really awesome and amazing, but (coughs) I also understand that it could change your perspective, and then you could be like, nah, I'm fucking good on dating. I'm going to just sit by myself for a while. Because, like, you know, dating comes with a lot of – Serious dating or casual dating, it all has a lot. Everything is hard, pretty much. Single is hard. Being single is hard. Being in a relationship is hard because of feelings. And being in a sort of relationship is even harder because of feelings, but also because of, you know, you are also still alone. But I, I miss being alone sometimes. And I have a boyfriend who lives on the other side of the country. So, I mean, everything's hard. I think I was going to put on my 45-year-old man cap for a second i was reading the wall street journal at lunch or at lunch today when i was at work and there's this like whole article about like the art of being single and like how it's totally fine as well like if you're in that camp and you like get burnt out of this dating scene to like maybe just like kind of start for lack of a better term like dating yourself and like making sure that like it's cool and it's society like from a society perspective and a personal perspective to like just be single and lean into it and like not have to feel like there's times when I was through this where I was just like staring at my phone at dating apps and like pick up my phone and like look at it and I'd be like, Kenny, it's two fifteen in the afternoon and you just checked your work email. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I think that like it's easy to get sucked into like this so, like social pressure where like all your friends are hanging out and they're dating and then you feel like you have to be dating and then maybe you don't really want to be, but like society is putting that pressure on you. It's like, no, you don't really have to do anything. You can just be like single love yourself like take yourself on on dates to museums or do whatever you want so it's so funny because but like who knows yeah it's so i just literally today had uh my first therapy session with our old (gasps) therapist i haven't seen her in five years liza oh my god it was amazing yes liza and i saw the same therapist for many a year we wrote a web series about it (laughs) You can it's, go find it on the internet. It's on the internet. Online. It actually started both of our like production careers, which yeah. is lols. Um yeah. but oh my god, this is wild because I miss her. I want it. I'm jealous. It was I'm jealous. crazy. I had and I told like I walked in and I was like, I'm so nervous. I literally felt like I was going to see an ex. Like I was I had been anxious all day and I was like excited and nervous and whatever. And it was great. It was like an amazing conversation. And like immediately I was just like, oh my god, I'm so happy to be here and be back with her and whatever. Um but in this conversation of this therapist who I saw for many, many years and then I haven't seen for five years, like a lot of the conversation turned to my feelings about marriage 
and mm. how the societal expectation of what it should be makes me hate it and how like my idea of what I want in a person in a relationship is so non-typical of like the traditional like female male split and like it didn't like it took up the whole first session with this therapist like of covering everything in my life for the last five years like that's what I wanted to talk about so it's just funny like yeah I think so much of our expectations of what our romantic lives should be are set by such a narrow perspective of what it should be. And that narrow perspective was kind of like formulaic to make us procreate. Like it's so it's so basic and buy houses and do X, Y, Z. I don't I honestly don't have the totally. capacity to think about the smart reasons we've been pressured by society to do this. But it's it, Liza, tell us more. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I could talk. For, it was just. I mean, it's just I, I talked a lot about because I had I had start I had stopped seeing her because my insurance ran out right like a couple months after I started dating Jeff, who I've now been dating for over five years. So it's like this crazy thing where she saw me right at the beginning of this relationship and then today. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the first things she brought up. She was like, so last time I saw you, like these were the things that were happening. And I was like okay, like, I'm still with that person. I was, like, kind of obsessed with that, and, like, this is what it is now. And um, a lot of stuff came up about, like, yeah, other people's expectations of what our relationship should be versus what our relationship actually is, which is, like, something I'm really happy with. But then the expectations, like, I think other people have of me and of him and what his role should be and my role should be, like, that gets in my head, and whatever. We talked a lot about that, but it it the thing that blew my mind was just how much time of this first session I devoted to like fuck, like this this matters this much to me. Like this this takes up this much percentage of my thinking of mm-hmm. like what the outside world thinks of my relationship that I'm happy in. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all over Instagram. I've been seeing so many more babies and everyone says that that's boring, blah, blah, blah. But I get this weird wilting feeling inside where I'm like, I don't want that. Like not that I never want. Same, dude. And marriages too. All of your marriages are beautiful if you're my friend. My friends don't even listen to this podcast anymore, but like they're beautiful or whatever. You're wonderful. It looks really fun. But I get this thing when I see their wedding weekend end. I'm like, oh, it's over now. Or like, like, I think this whole thing, I don't know. I think being single is fucking cool. And I was listening to Amy Sedaris on Mark Marin this week. And I was like, she had like dated Paul Danello for, or whoever, for eight years. And then she was talking about how she was now not married. Not, I was like, the cool people. I was like, that's cool. She's cool. I love her. Like, like, I just, the traditional thing is no longer cool to me. And maybe it's because like I'm one tiny step closer by having a relationship that's serious for the first time in my life. But I'm like, I don't want any of the other parts. Penny, sorry. Yeah. We just went feelings mode. Well, no, but I think... You know, I think you could say the same thing about, like, dating in general. Like, there's all these, like, outside expectations. Like, I don't know. You're hanging out with your roommate who has a girlfriend. Like, sometimes that looks great. Sometimes that looks fucking awful. And you use those outside perspectives to, like, drive your decision-making process. Whereby, like, really figuring out what you want and then just letting it come to you or, like, seeking out what you want rather than tailoring it to like fit what you think you want which is very like existential like like philosophical thought process but like not changing who you are and like just yeah maybe it takes going on a bunch of dates or maybe it takes going on dates with someone who you didn't like originally think was your type or whatever to figure out like oh wait this is compatible this is what i was actually looking for the whole time like rather than let's like oh the hot instagram girl or like oh this picture perfect couple that travels the world and like seemingly is having a good time like Tethering to those things, I think it's just like generally unhealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's such a habit of all people to compare yourself to your peers in every way. Like, I, that's, I, I fucking get it. It's evolutionarily advantageous. Like, we're looking to others who are near us in age to see if we're, if we have what we need. But that feedback loop can be like pretty small and narrow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like we're seeing the same type of stuff and the people more and more people are breaking those traditions and being like, actually, like, I'm just going to date forever. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be with one person forever and not get married or like, I'm going to just like have kids with someone because I want to have kids and then they're not going to be my partner. Like, people are being more mm-hmm. 
experimental about the fact that like life is a life is a banquet, as RuPaul says, and most people are starving. Uh, but like, it's true. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Comparing ourselves to others is just a fucking recipe to feel shitty. Agreed. And that's why I hope you're listening to this, listeners. <laughs> like, before a date or something. I don't know. All of that just puts it all in perspective. You can also, like, go on a first date however the fuck you want to. If you want to, like, show up, well, grungy. Okay, maybe maybe that's a bad example. But, like, or you want to leave in part of it. Or it doesn't go well and, like, you don't want to answer that text. I don't know. I feel like that's a good, like, I don't know. What you both just said made me think about just like the little minutia of dating that can feel so big. And it's okay for it to matter to you because it is scary and anxiety inducing as we talked about last episode for far too long. Uh, But I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, just do all of the things your own way. Fuck society. I was like on Instagram. I was been like just browsing through the explore page. And I think like either a function of like you guys or something like pops up these like dating, like, unhinged in new york and like tinder nightmares and like all of these things but it was like mm-hmm. i think it was like an overheard on bubble thing where the chick was just like uh i just don't feel like it and like canceled <laughs> all day. and it was like that's cool like if you i would rather hear that than someone like make up some bullshit excuse about like not feeling good like if it was just like sorry like just tonight no like next week sure like if i'm just not into it at that moment like then don't go on the date like i think that kind of goes with what you're saying like do whatever the fuck you want you're dating it's your dating. You're kind of, if you do something like this, it's your project. It's your exercise. Like it should be what you want it to be. Not what other people like tell you it needs to be. I want to go to my finance final tomorrow and say, I don't feel like it. I just don't <laughs> feel like it. <laughs> Cause I don't feel like it. Okay. But I think that's a good point. And I think that's a good thing to like internalize. But then I also think manners and Kenny, I know you have really good oh, manners, but yeah. yeah. I mean like it's do it apologetically or like laugh it off and make it like a joke. Not don't just be like, I don't feel like it end of conversation, end scene, gone. Like, I think there's yeah. a way to do it, but, like, being honest is, like, I don't know, if you want to have a good date or, like, have, like, a genuine relationship with someone, honesty has to be a part of that in some capacity. So, like, starting off on that doesn't necessarily hurt as long as you can both, like, laugh about it or, like, get, put it in perspective. And, yeah, the more dates everybody goes on in the whole wide world who's, like, wants to, then that person won't, won't take it as personally if they're going on a bunch of dates, too. They'll get it, you know? I just feel like it's like, again, you don't have to go on a ton of dates. You can try out the apps one time. But if you're going to like get in or you want some, you want a relationship or you want to meet people or, you know, like apps are where it's happening, like fortunately or unfortunately. So like dive in if you're going to do it, but also do whatever the fuck you want, you know? (laughs) Yeah. The dream of like, I don't know, meeting a mutual friend and falling in love is, is rarer and harder than it seems. The amount of weddings I went to single, just waiting, <laughs> waiting for it to happen. <laughs> so just like, yeah, it gets harder as you get older too. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I, I hit like one of the last waves of like people meeting mutual friends or like reconnecting from someone from their past. You know, I mean, I guess that's always a thing: people reconnecting from the past. But you know, I'm pro reconnecting from the past. Hit up your, hit up your college crush. <laughs> that's- what happened to me? Oh yeah, so. or hit up your. I was. I thought you were gonna go hit up your therapist from five years ago. <laughs> hit up your therapist. They might be willing to take you back. I was afraid she was gonna reject me. Oh, see, it's a co- no, not really. That it's is like a- truly. I was like, this is like. I felt that vulnerable like as texting an ex. Well, it's a super intimate relationship. Usually, there's like some sort of breakup, even if it's like just a five year break. And she definitely knew you were dating Jeff because I went to her and told her about completely. Jeff more than and that's once. the thing is, like, I feel like there were a bunch of stuff where like she knew, you know, like I was talking about certain things, and she even was like, "So you're an editor now?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm like an editor." Like yeah. she, you know, she yeah. wasn't trying to hide that she knew like some of the bullet points well because you you came up so naturally in therapy and we had a business together and like i guess we still do keep supporting our sponsors guys (laughs) (laughs) but we yeah i think that like also she knew you so i kind of liked that i'd be like well eliza thinks this too but like this other friend then thinks this way because i think like i think that would help you like if i was talking about a problem in my life and i could say your opinion on it i feel like she knows you so that would help her totally yeah i I felt like that today like i I brought you up at some point today where i was like well because can be you know like something like that i was excited (laughs) of course um shall we anyway on that note take an ad (laughs) break and then talk about kenny's date yes please support our sponsors What an ad break. I love a good ad break. Mm, I wish there was like a 
Kit Kat involved. Okay. <laughs> Jesus it's funny. Christ. Like, it's the only, like, produce, produce thing we do. We're like, let's remember to take an ad break because it sounds so dumb when we don't. Yeah. <laughs> when it's, it's just plopped in the middle of our conversation. Ad breaks. I mean, ad breaks, snack breaks. I'm very pro break. I like a nap break. That's, you know, yes. a break for a nap. Um, but we're back. Thank you for sticking with us <laughs> through those messages and through this nonsense. But Kenny, all right, the big moment, date number 10, double digits fucking finally, 41 more. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so this is a very special date because, well, it's number 10, but also because it's with a listener. Am I right? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited I to honestly hear about this. don't know that many details. Actually, like, uh, the weirdest, like. It never came up, so I never asked in person, and I had to, like, oddly, like, follow up after the Wait, you never asked what? If she was a listener? Wait, take us from the beginning, because I genuinely don't think I know the full story. I don't know. I I know barely anything. Yeah. So, I don't know the full timeline, but, like, I get some followers from this on Instagram where, like, most of them are female, and they pop up, and I'm like, I have no idea who this person is, so it's probably podcast-related. That's an assumption. There's also people who just bop around on Instagram liking and following things so that they get followers and then whatever. That doesn't really appear to be the case here in, in most of this situation. It's a bot, Kenny. It's a bot and you went on a date with a bot. <laughs> I went on a date with a physical robot. I, it was the craziest shit I've ever dealt with. Um, but I'm like hanging out. I'm on a ski vacation, like a weekend trip up in Vermont. It's like our second day. So I'm obviously exhausted and it's like the afternoon. So I'm really just drinking and sitting around, not skiing anymore. Um, and like, I get this notification on my phone from someone. I'm like, wait, this is one of those random people who followed. And I just thought it was like very strange. I was like a little bit anxious to open it. Cause I was like, what, what is this possibly? Like maybe I did something stupid on here or maybe it was just like, or whatever. I just didn't know what it was. And I got, this person's going to know exactly who they are, but like, whatever. Uh, the, the message just said sliding into your DMs to see if you'd be interested in going out next weekend while I'm in NYC. Respect. Fuck yeah, man. That's not. confidence. Fuck Some people have asked you out via the email and I'm just a bad replier. I'm sorry, guys. You got to go to the DMs. <laughs> DM the shit out of Kenny. Well, it was it was literally a first. I've never, ever had someone, air quotes, slide into my DMs. First of all, ridiculous term. <laughs> It was just, like, very much so, like, an innocuous, like, hey, let's hang out. Like, and I was just like, oh, sure. <laughs> so I responded, this is honestly a first, let's, let's, and then, like, gave her my number. And, like, we exchanged texts. Um, so I just thought that was, like, very bizarre. And I think it kind of fits what we were talking about, like, fuck the norm. Like, you want to go on a date with somebody? Just, like, ask yeah. them. Yeah. Who's the fuck? Ask them out. Ask them out. I love this Date listener. your way. Date your way. Does that date. sound good or not? Let's break that sounds like on that Burger King. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Wait, which, <laughs> which fast food company is Have It Your Way? Ooh, that's a good question. That's what it reminds me of, but yeah. Have It Your Way? What is that? That's a big one. It's a big Like Arby's or something? It's something fucking random. Ooh, we're so good at remembering things on this podcast. <laughs> it's a strength. We are proud. Well, guys, add us if you know what we're talking about. Have It Your Way. You will. So we, we could it. Google it, but. All right, Kenny. So you gave her your number, moved to texts. Uh, and then it was like pretty like simple from there. She was just visiting from out of state and was like visiting a friend here, like was just like willing to carve out time to like just grab a drink. I think there was probably like some scheduling availability, um, which was super convenient just because like it was like didn't require a lot of upfront planning. I got to like, kind of just like pick a place and suggest a place that worked generally. Um, and it was just cool. It like ended up just being like, very easy planning, limited text messaging, which is ooh, just so nice because text messaging is the fucking worst. And I will stand by that forever. I'm probably just bad at it. Kenny just um, did like a pizza chef kiss. Like, mwah, yeah, so good. <laughs> he just did that. I fucking hate texting. I just think it's like Same. so annoying. I think that like, yes, it has its time and its usage, but like so much more convenient to communicate any other way. I love yeah, literally any other way. Because people just text like idiots um, in non-English language with like just random letters and spaces and I don't know. And I just can't keep up. But um, We need yeah. a phone call app. We've said it before and I stand by it like the old – like we need a phone call app. 
where you have to get to know each other on the phone or like communicate on the phone. Well, oh, like a phone call it. dating app. Oh. I thought you were talking about a phone call app, and I was like, Kimmy, it's Pick Steve Jobs. Is phone like it's right? It's this one. I'm holding up my phone and pointing to the phone app so that Kimmy can see which one it is. A dating app with a phone situation component. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. You on the dating app is you have to call them and interact vocally. Yeah, that's that what I mean. No messaging. You could get you a lot of weirdos. Of, like, I was back to my reader cap articles from today wall street journal just randomly had like a bunch of dating articles and it's probably like you click into one and it leads you to the other ones because it's the internet and it's pretty smart but like that bc teacher who kimmy went to bc for yeah we're trying to have her on the podcast um like uh, assigned (laughs) her students to go out on a date and like the part of it was like the i think the most interesting part was you had to ask them in person because i was thinking about that while i read it and i was like couldn't tell you the last time I asked somebody out in person. Couldn't no, I, tell you. Yeah, I think that existed when I was at BC too. So way before, just when like hookup culture was more of the the mm. topic du jour. Because um, I'm old, and that was 2007. But or not even, I hadn't transferred there yet. But yeah, it's her class is amazing. Well, we always talk about her. People have posted in the group about her. I'm like, I'm an alum. Can you please come on the podcast? So I'll I'll continue to follow up on that. My bad. I don't think I've been asked out in person since I was in high school. I was going to say it's got to be high school. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't get asked out a lot. I had like a flip phone and like I wasn't texting. I didn't know what I was doing. I had like Yeah. It was like, took me 15 minutes to write, hey, what's up? Like I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I had someone in New York be like, in person, be like, we should spend more time together. Like I had someone express like romantic interest, <laughs> but it wasn't like. Would you like to go to dinner with me? Like that, the only time that's ever happened is that some boy asked me to go get ice cream with him in a high school. <laughs> and I said, maybe sometime. Aww. And then I didn't go because I don't want to. That's okay. Date how you want. Date your way. Exactly. Have it your way. He's fine. He got married at Disney World, so I think he's okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't gonna go to. Yeah. I was. I was good. Trust those instincts always. Yeah. You um, know what? I say just on that note. I think early in New York, but it was all pre dating app. Like you'd meet someone at a bar, even like pretty drunkenly, and I would get. At, there were a couple people I like went on dates with after getting asked out, like getting a number. You know, can I get your number? But, that but that's what I mean. Is like me. that. Yeah. But I have some friends. Um, who'd still I like within the past year I saw them get asked out at a bar so maybe I'm just not hot enough I mean also sound out in the comments if getting asked out at a bar as a female is like a a good thing because I feel like generally like I don't necessarily need people coming I feel like I actually get like annoyed when people come up to me at the bar and I'm like with a group of friends and like we're just trying to hang out as group and like their group and they're trying to push the groups together and I'm like no, 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 this is my group. That's your group. Like, not all the time, but, like, more often than that, I'm just like, all right, now I have to, like, interact with strangers that I wasn't planning to interact with, and I'm just like, ugh. Listeners, the only way Kenny will date anyone is if you slide into his DMs. <laughs> no, I don't like ah, mushing like groups. Boy. I don't is, like okay. mushing. Mushing groups this is, is not This is a question good. that I'm going to pose to the secret Facebook group the day this episode releases, or if I forget if one of you guys could, that would be great. Just tag me. <laughs> but... Like, do people like to get asked out at in person? Like, at, but let's say, like, by a stranger at a bar. Do you want to get at, asked out? Not ask for your phone number, but be like, hey, would you ever like to get a drink? Like, something like that. Let's say it's polite, it's respectful, it's non-creepy. Is that a pro? For me, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. I also think it's less committal. Like, I don't know, there's something, I don't know. If I say, like, let's go grab a drink at a bar and then, like, I don't text you or do anything afterwards, I'm like, that's just kind of floating in the abyss. We're really, yeah, that's true. Just ask you out. I feel like that's more concrete, documented. Like, someone can, like, look back at it again and be like, oh, yeah, this person asked me out. Or, like, I can look at it and be like, oh, yeah, I asked this person out, not just, like, casually floating by the bar. Yeah. And I think we're in a weird state of flux where a lot of people, because it feels a little more official than just, like, 
asking about it at a bar. Like, I never assumed someone who asked for my number at Phoebe's in whatever, like 2011, wanted to date me seriously. They wanted to hang out and maybe hook up, but take me to dinner or even introduce me to people in their lives. Like, I had, like, way lower expectations. But I think, like, because of this transition and, like, the more formal, like, going on dates that, like, apps have caused for a lot of people our age, maybe this transition leads us to sometimes have these expectations because it all feels so official. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, because there is a paper trail, like, so, but I think that will dissipate as people get more and more used to the apps. And I think it happened personally for me as I just went on the apps more. Literally, listen to me on day one versus the end. I'm like, well, that person didn't like me. Cool. The majority of them didn't. Phoebe's is a bar that I've never stepped foot inside, but (sighs) I've heard. Well, how many dicks do we give Phoebes? Phoebes is a bar in New York that, you know, is like an intern bar. But because I went to NYU my freshman year, we used to go there. And an amazing bouncer named Virgil, bless his soul, my friend's mom gave him a Christmas gift for one year for letting, always keeping us safe. I mean, granted, we were not old enough to be in that bar, but that wasn't his fault. Someone else let us in. He always made sure we got home safe. But anyway, it's a place in New York. And, and I don't think you should go there now unless you're you know, 23 and under, but it's a place that exists. And I spent many a night and day there. I have never been there despite walking by it for years and years. I walk by it so frequently. So often. Let's go when I'm in New York next weekend. Liza, I wish you could have plans. I want to veto that decision right now (laughs) on the spot. I don't want to go there. Just like as a first, we can have like a meet and greet there. (laughs) we'll be we'll be at phoebe's yeah you want to brand this podcast as a a phoebe's bar related podcast that's an interesting choice well we'll be there trying to pick up 18 to 21 year olds at phoebe's legal for one thing if not drinking um (laughs) (laughs) who am i like fucking go to bed liza i don't know never go to bed liza have it your way liza (laughs) have it your way is it kfc Ooh. <laughs> Let's not check. Nobody checks. Until no, the nobody end of the check. Episode. Nobody check. Nobody check. Okay. <laughs> nobody. People at that. home are shouting at their. I know. Let's <laughs> being like, oh my god. Um, Have it your way. Okay. Wendy's. So, Kenny. I think it's Wendy's. I think it's Wendy's. Have I don't it your think way? it's Wendy's only because I'm a Wendy's enthusiast and I feel like <laughs> I would know. But also, I haven't been going to Wendy's a lot in the last several years. When was the last time you ate fast food? In and out. I went to yeah this shake shack doesn't count right Mm. no it's not fast enough oh you know what i had wendy's on on um february 8th or 7th (laughs) because we were driving to vermont and on in on the car ride to vermont i was like i want to get wendy's for dinner and we fucking did and we sat we stopped and we sat and I got a I got a cherry Coke Zero from those fancy new soda fountains where you can press the buttons of what you wanted. And I thought it was going to be kind of gross. And I was like, well, if it's gross, I'll dump it. I'll get a different one. It was fucking delicious. It was amazing. Those soda fountains are ingenious. By They're way. so good. They're and so- like, I thought cherry Coke Zero was going to be so disgusting and medicine-y and whatever. No. It was fucking dank, man. I would kill one of those right now. Yeah, we. I know. I I had fast food breakfast. I can't even tell you what place it was. I know it wasn't Taco Bell, but it was something like that. Is Taco Bell have it your way? No, <laughs> it is Taco Bell. Have it, it your way. I don't know. Now we're just saying. Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> is it Jack in the Box? A place I've never been. Okay. Same. And there's one right near me. Okay. We digress. All right. We. <laughs> so, okay, Kenny. You guys text. You find the, the planning's easy. Blah, blah. You get to the date. We Tell us about it. Straight to the McDonald's on Second Avenue. <laughs> she says large fries. Um, yes. No. Um, yeah, we went to Good Night Study, which I think I've talked about on this bar. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. me and going on this random date, like I didn't necessarily feel in control, but like I was like, all right, I'm gonna do something that's a little bit more convenient for me. Like seemingly she's coming to visit the city. She's gonna be wandering around. Like, what if this is a robot? What if I need to <laughs> run away and be close to my apartment? Um, <laughs> There's just a, a good bar. It's in East Village, which I think is somewhere like if you haven't been to the city, you should come visit. I think it's worth seeing and walking around. And it's like close and easy enough to get to like Greenwich Village and other cool parts of the city. Um, and like ultimately, it's just like we went early enough and got a table, which was fucking dope. I love being able to get a table there. It was like a happy hour, early happy hour date because like everybody's got plans. So like I let people like, I felt like I was being plugged in a little bit. Like, I've got this window, like, let's make this work. And I was like, 
happy hour is a perfect time to do that and accommodate mm-hmm. something casual. Um, and yeah, we kicked it. It was fun. I love this ballsiness on both of your parts, but especially hers. Like, I would never do this. Like, not in a bad way. Like, in a, oh, my God, I wish I would just do things like this. Yeah, I thought it was like, I don't know. If you have confidence, like, I didn't. There was no judgment from my part. Like, I think it's like, sure, if I'm around, like, I'll say yes. And, like, this was an interesting situation where I was, like, coming back from a trip. So I knew I was going to be in the city and, like, it totally, like, just aligned uh, and like totally lined up with her schedule. Like what the fuck you don't even live in this city. So it's like even more like ballsy to like ask somebody out while you're like visiting a friend. Um, but I, I didn't judge it at all. <laughs> it was just like, I asked her at the end. I was like, we never really talked about like why you asked me out. And she's like, I don't know, just a rash decision. Why not slide into DFs? <laughs> I was like, respect. Total respect. respect. We have some good listeners at this podcast. Wait, so do we even know that she's a listener? Oh, she well, might not. I, I, that didn't really answer my question because that's what I was ultimately getting at, right? Like, okay. Found this whole like I assumed, but I ultimately didn't ask because I just think it's like kind of a weird thing to ask in person. It's like, oh, so like, are, do you know me from the dating podcast as we're sitting at a table surrounded by a bar full of people? And I just like, it never came up. You're like, so like, I guess you listen to my dating podcast and she's ne- she has no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> she's I like, my worst off. first date was the time I went on the date with the guy who was like, let me tell you about my dating podcast. <laughs> Kenny's just devoting to getting us listeners one at a time, grassroots movement <laughs> and so like we ended up just like talking about other things and i think we missed the window of like i think you i would have had to have done it right at the beginning like, yeah i'm surprised she didn't bring it up maybe she's not a listener so i mentioned you and like she nodded in like acknowledgement because i was like yeah my sister's in la just like drop dead and just she like seemingly knew what was going on <laughs> so like i kind of used that as like, a cue to be like <laughs> All right, we're good. We're in. It's a podcast thing. We're fine. But it was like very much so like I missed that window at the front end. So I was like, fuck it. Now I'm just on an Instagram date. Like this isn't this is my life. I think you might be have been on an Instagram date because every time like it was more of a setup, people brought up the podcast to me. Like anytime it was more like curated. No one slid into my DMs though. So I still like after asking that, like, why did you ask me out? Like didn't get the answer I needed. So I was like, no, 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 no. I need to follow up here. <laughs> and so I was like, that's not actually what I meant. And I'm definitely not judging you. So don't worry. I just meant, how did you find it? Mind me, was it podcast related? So I like had to broach the subject. Wait, was and this in a like, text? This is a, a, back on Instagram, still sliding into each other's DMs. Oh, um, <laughs> to which she said, yes, I don't listen regularly, but got bored, wanted to stalk, and then was visiting my friend in NYC and thought, what the heck? So like, Boom. She's it not even a fan then. She's just a fan <laughs> of you. Oh my God. I thought she was like a listener, a cutie pie who was like, I Maybe, like the bond. I don't know what that means. She could be downplaying it. You know, it's always just like one of those things. But I'm just teasing. I appreciate every download and every listen. Thank For you. For sure. It was a new experience. Mute. I mean, what? That's fu- that's so fucking ballsy. Like, yep. I think that's cool. I don't know. I like that whole vibe. I want to just ask for shit. That's a good vibe. Kenny, get ready for your DMs to blow up after this episode. <laughs> I know. I think I've already have some that I just <clears throat> I've been trying to use my phone less. There's someone who else who has texted me. Um, I just haven't gotten around to answering it, but I I will look and answer everybody. So Liza, we'll nobody see. asked me out in the whole 32 <laughs> dates I did. Like, what the fuck? Whoa. No one's ever slid into my personal DMs to say hi. No, it's okay. You can, but you don't have to. Um, Kenny, outside of like the listener and DM situation, like was it I, – what I'm curious about is going on a date with someone who you know is just visiting. Like, you kind of know there's not going to be like potential there. It's just like a one-time hanging out, like maybe we'll hang out again – if you ever come back to New York, what's the vibe there? No, I think that's totally what it is. I felt fairly casual about it. I felt like it was like lower pressure because like there was no contingency or like Yeah. It was like after this date ends, you're going to hang out with your friend and then you're leaving. So like Yeah. Uh, like I don't necessarily like we don't need to text, we don't really need to do anything. It was just like kind of a one and done thing, which is like sounds pretty douchey when you put it that way. I regret phrasing it like that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it was. Um, so yeah, it was, I, I was, 
it was casual. I think at the same time, they're like going out with someone in this, like, this was just like foreign territory for me. It was like a little awkward because like you have less to talk about. Like you live in different states. You don't have the same friend groups. Like you don't necessarily do the same things in the same city or like some, but you just have to find other things to talk about, which is great too. Cause then you like find like, nuances, like going to concerts in different cities or like talking about something in similarity that isn't related to like the city that you live in. Like I think kind of might spark a little bit more like of a diverse conversation, but like, yeah, it was like a good balance of casual awkward and then fine you just like end up like having to work through some kinks yeah yeah that makes sense sometimes i just want like someone to grab a drink with and i feel lonely and i don't have anyone to do it with and then like i just feel like that's kind of nice like just if i was wandering like if i like yeah if i was wandering around a city like i don't think it would be weird for me to like hop on a dating app if i was like there for a weekend by myself and like see if i could grab a drink with someone like yeah obviously this isn't the same thing as that but like kind of fits in the same vein I mean, I think it's something like if I were single and I were traveling alone or in a city to visit friends who had their own lives there, I would totally be like, hey, you want you want to go on a date? Like I need friendship for a couple hours. And I get it. I think it's cool. Buy me a drink. Like this sounds like all the right things. She bought you a drink? No, I'm saying like if Liza was doing it. Oh, yeah, (laughs) for sure. I have a friend who comes to New York. He he lives in Chicago and he comes here about once a year to visit and he um he like always goes on dates when he's here he's just like why not i'll go out like i'll have a hookup like i'll meet somebody new maybe next time i'm in new york i'll see them just like literally just hang out like it's i mean one of my favorite dates of the whole project was when we were in la i think my fifth date was in yeah that um, was your first like really good date of the project was date five yeah and he was in la we still follow each other on instagram he's dating someone now too and he also, but he told me like, and we had literally released one episode of the podcast. He was like, so uh, what date number am I? And, I was like, Fuck. and then he was fucking cool about it. I was, was like, so cool. We had such date. a good time. Yeah. And we, where we went is like a cool bar. I would still like, there was not a lot to do in the West side of LA. And that's a cool bar. Like, yeah, it was Chestnut Club. Excellent. Good, good cocktails. Yeah. Like uh, just all around. Great, 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 great. Cool. <laughs> Well, awesome. Kenny, well, that's Kenny's do, DM date. That's a DM date. It's a DM date. Tell should us if we you found one. Should we read a worst first real quick to wrap it up? Well, Kenny, I want one phrase summing oh, sorry. up your first 10 dates. Just really quickly. What, oh, what, what, I forgot what, about this. What do you want? Let's rapid fire him. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> hi. What was the high of your first 10 dates and what was the low of your first 10 dates? Um, Doesn't have to be people low? specific. Um. I think the low that I hit throughout this whole process was just like staring at dating apps too long. I feel like you can get like sucked into this like vortex where it's like that overly consumes your life. And I like was like sad, not sad swiping, but just like begrudgingly like making dating decisions. And I was like, this isn't how this is supposed to be. Like, this is supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Sad swiping. I like it. That sucks. Um, but I've also had just like some really good first dates. And I think like the high you come out of a first date with when it goes extremely well is like you know, slightly addictive, which is why it's like you do these things and like you kind of learn to like get used to it. Because I think like if you go on one great date and it's like super good, it doesn't pan out. Like, and then you go on a second first date and it's like not so good. You kind of realize like there's highs and lows and like those highs that are, are really good and really enjoyable, but they come with like, you got to have the offsetting like low. So I thought like I've had a couple first dates that I just like walked out of being like, oh, this is amazing. Like I just feel elated and like I'm not going to know it specifically, but like I think those are like memorable for sure. What's the biggest change in how you date? I just think I'm better at it. I'm better at small talk. I'm better at relating with people that I don't know. I'm better at listening. I'm just like better at dating. I feel more comfortable dating i feel more like okay with dating more accepting of dating i think it's just become more natural and so i think like beforehand i'd overhyped what going on a date was where now i feel very casual about it take it seriously like don't waste anybody's time at the same time but like at the end of the day it's just a date for both better and worse like you can go have a great time and not worry about it if it goes poorly move on to the next one like i just feel like i'm more comfortable dating than anything. 
Yeah. I mean, and do you think, what do you think, how have you felt that and, well, <laughs> words, Kimmy, in terms of like the podcast part, like how has that, and you can be like, it's fucking sucked. But like, how is that like actually reflecting on your dates? Has that changed anything for you? Uh, I think there's definitely times, well, this is like, there's probably two things that come to mind immediately. There's definitely times where it's like forced me to go on dates when I didn't necessarily want to, which I think is good because I've ended up meeting people that I otherwise wouldn't have met. And like, it keeps you kind of focused on your goal. I think I could have let like the whole date a week thing slip and like having something to tether to, whether it be the podcast, whether it be like, I don't know, like creating like rewarding yourself. If you go on a date every week, like finding some way to like keep yourself going and motivated is helpful. But at the same time, I think just like being able to talk about them more openly, I think guys definitely do it less. Girls typically tend to talk about their dates from just very stereotypical, but like from my knowledge base, like are more transparent about their dating experiences and everything with one another. Like guys typically don't. So like, well, we talk about everything more because we're better. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Exactly. No, but I think like, we're more like we're more prone to process <laughs> things. No, women. Oh, no, it's it's the way we failed the men. We must. You guys must start talking about your feelings so you stop shooting p- places up. Oh God! And on Sorry. that note, the podcast was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, I don't know. I think it's helpful to talk about it. I think you learn a lot, and it actually forces you to think about things. And like, oftentimes. Like the texting, uh, a Pandora's box, just like uh, limbo. That's the word. We're all doing really well with words today. Like words, words, words. Felt way better just coming out of it, and like that never ended up like being a thing. And I feel totally fine with that. And I don't feel like I missed anything. I just feel like that happened, and I moved on, and I'm totally good. So I think like talking about things can be helpful. More job. That's like life advice, really. Yeah. Talk about shit. And, oh, Kenny, you missed it. But people like that we talk about poop on this podcast. We're a... Poop anxiety. We're a, we're, we're uh, a poop positive. Poop positive, yes. <laughs> Dating positive, poop positive. That could have really went poorly because I, I think I leaned into that pretty aggressively talking about poop and assumed that the listeners were going to be okay with it, but I'm glad they are. There, Yeah, there Everybody was a post in the secret Facebook group. Kenny's not in it. We got to get him in it. I don't we need an alias. We don't want everyone sliding into his DMs. Oh, uh, more DM dates. We'll make Kenny a lady alias. Um, no, that's creepy. We're not going to do that. Uh, yeah, and please don't um, make lady aliases and join. I mean, you can join if you're a man, but like, you yeah, know, don't make aliases. Just be yourself. Redact that from because the there are bots, and our lovely members of the group have alerted us. There are like true bots that sign up and then are like, you know, naked pictures of ladies. Well, not naked, but they're like bathing suits you know yeah. they're like they have like two friends on facebook they're like russian bots or something yeah 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 um on that note we're only 20 members away from having a thousand members in our secret facebook group i just checked that's gonna be really exciting i do think it's like the best and most supportive and nicest and coolest community i've ever been a part of on the internet so if you haven't joined i really really think you should join this isn't even the end of the episode fully i'm just plugging it now because yeah. it felt natural but and on that note we are 600 and 39 I forget what we have members away I mean rating subscribe and reviews away from a thousand and we know you're out there so just click over your app podcast or like rate us on Spotify or just post us in your Instagram story be like this episode was rocking (laughs) but don't say rocking because then no one will listen to us you're cooler than us tell people (laughs) if this episode was helpful for you and put us in your Instagram story because we want to get more listeners because it will help us be better and deliver more to you it would be fun to do all sorts of things we've talked about for a long time but just simply haven't had the means to do or yeah friends who are dating just to tune in check it out my my episodes are fun (laughs) obviously (laughs) but also you guys do cool guests and kimmy went through this whole process in great detail so there's like don't have to start listening to the latest. You can dig back to the beginning. There's just tons of content out there. We have great backlog. We have great current. Mm. Tell your friends. Lots of tears. Tell lots of happiness. Friends. Lots of anxiety. Drunkenness. Uh, yeah, lots of drunkenness. We used to get real into it. I think Savannah <laughs> Engel's episode is still kind of the favorite. Can't remember because the number. We got Go find it. Hammered. Yeah, we got very, very <laughs> drunk. It was like an earlier one, and we were. I th- was interesting the three of us drank like almost an entire entire bottle of bourbon in the hour we recorded um anyway on that (laughs) That on that lovely note 
Should we read a real quick worst first? Yeah, Liza, I have one that was just posted in the secret Facebook group that came through the email that you thought we read, but I don't think we did. If she's, I think you're right. I saw the same one. You want to read it? Will you? Do you have the email up, or do you need me to grab it? I can grab it. I can grab it. Whoever gets I can it do first. it. Okay, if you have it up, because I don't have it up. Well, I have the Facebook one up. Should I do that one? I feel like the email was longer. Okay, okay. we're really building this one up. So send your worst first dates if you want to be read out loud on the pod to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Um, you can resend it because we are lazy, as some of you in the secret Facebook group know. I just put out a call for it. And even if you've posted before in the secret Facebook group, like post it again or something. Or like if you're embarrassed to do that, like send it to us again or DM us because sometimes it just gets lost in the shuffle, especially when there are threads, etc. cetera. Um, okay. All right. Here we go. So first off, I'm a huge fan of the pod. I just recently moved from D.C. to L.A. and binge listened to the Entire pod on my month-long drive across the country. Fun. I just wanted to read that part because I I did a month-long drive. Oh, <laughs> I, I did a week-long drive. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, here's one of my worst date stories. Feel free to share it on the pod and no need to keep it anonymous. So, I broke up with my boyfriend of five and a half years last spring. I'm 24, so this was a super long-term relationship. Yeah, that's like a marriage if you're Damn, 24. yeah. Um, and spent the whole summer being a total menace on Tinder, matching, dating, and sleeping with every person I found remotely attractive or seemed semi-interested in me. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I wanted to read the email instead. This is awesome. Okay. I was going through a time. Anyways, towards the end of the spree, I matched with a guy named Douglas. He was a little older, 32, but definitely not the oldest person I had dated slept with that summer. He seemed a little preppy, douchey, but very athletic and tall and hot, and I was living in D.C., so finding a hot, non-fratty boy to meet up with was definitely the exception, not the rule. Anyways, we talked for a bit back and forth on Tinder, and then he asked me out to a bar in a fancy neighborhood in D.C. near the Virginia border. I drove down from my much cooler neighborhood, and we got some snacks, walked around to farmer's market, and then he asked me back to his place to watch the sunset from his roof. I'm picturing this like in a double-popped cold collared polo situation even though I, that's <laughs> that non-fratty but she said tall douchey preppy and athletic so i mean like i think the attitude that was missing. i mean it's dec- yeah um <laughs> i then find out that he lives in virginia and feel catfished it's hard to explain to people who don't live in the area but i grew up in maryland and there's an intense interstate rivalry between maryland and virginia to the point that i've gotten in legitimate fights at bars about it i hope they weren't physical um, at this point, I had slept with a bunch of guys who lived in Virginia, and they were all varying levels of preppy, douchey, wealthy consultant types. But then again, I was DTF with anyone at that point, so I drove back to his place in Virginia, and we watched the sunset and had sex. Then I went home. <laughs> we texted for a while, met up again for another date, slept together again, texted and met up for a third date about a month and a half after our first. By this time, we'd gotten to know each other pretty well. So basically, this is all to say a bunch of dating. Um, he'd invited me out with his friends a few times. Uh... Then I met up with him after dinner, after work for dinner, walked around, and midway through the date, I called him by his name, and he had a funny look on his face and goes, my name's not Douglas. I burst out laughing, thinking it was really a joke, and he goes, no, it's not Douglas, it's Peter. At this point, I'm genuinely confused and start asking him a bunch of follow-up questions. He starts getting mad and telling me I'm overreacting and that plenty of people use fake names on dating apps. I personally had never met anyone who does that, but he, uh, he occasionally works for the government, so it's fine. This is so DC. Um, I explained to him it's not a problem. He used a fake name on the app, but it's super weird that he never corrected me and continued to let me call him Douglas even after we had slept together. He proceeded to keep gaslighting me and telling me it's very normal that he used a fake name for our entire relationship and he never felt the need to correct me. I don't know what's worse, that I called him by a fake name in bed or he just and he just let me or that um, and that I almost met him or I'm so sorry. Um, and that I met his friends and they saw they had me calling him by his app name in front of them without knowing it was completely made up or that I kept sleeping with Douglas slash Peter for another month after he told me the news. I was working <laughs> through some stuff, y'all. I'm sorry for butchering that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Um, I mean, so much to unpack. Also, yeah. And then there's a PS here that I think is just like a helpful thing for us. I, we love this feedback. It says, P.S. I know your podcast is about heterosexual dating in New York, but as a bisexual person who's lived a life on the apps, it's a super fucking weird experience. Lots of threesome offers. And I think it would be cool to have a guest with that perspective on the podcast. Just my two cents. I'm a huge fan of the pod either way. That's all I've got. Thanks for entertaining me on the long, entertaining me on the long journey west. Um, I, I just wanted to say that last part and then we can get back to the story because I'm, 
Yes, we are working on it. We're we're trying to diversify, and I think we definitely need some new perspectives. So thank you for the reminder. We'd love your feedback. But okay, okay, sure. let's talk about Douglas. But also, like, what the fuck? That is not normal. That's, That's not, not a thing. Peter. <laughs> like, what? That's, I mean, that's, I'm, I don't even, I don't even have anything to say about that. What the fuck? Well, well I, I know. First, like, I want to step back. I think that's, like, the crescendo is, like, the Douglas Peter, but, like, this intense Maryland-Virginia rivalry, <laughs> altercations at the bar, not willing to date people from another state kind of thing, is so D.C. area <laughs> that it's painful to hear. <laughs> I think I think like, she was like you know like I just think the point from that is kind of, and I think the point of like I really appreciate the storytelling and like taking us through the like they had sex and they kept hanging out like is like he was lying about multiple things in this weird like he's only thirty two it's like he's like fifty five and like oh I can't use my real name on the dating apps like I'm no, dating I, a thirty two year old and I'm not, I'm not like being rude about it I'm like just like funnily like trying to give some grief because I just think it's super funny because it's just like <laughs> having spent time in like the mid-atlantic it just like makes a lot of sense and i think that's like a kind of a hilarious attitude to have i just have this li- i feel like this listener sounds fucking fun i want to hang out i know with same and we do like yeah i want maybe she'll be a guest dater for us oh my god um, that'd be fun that would be really fun whoa that was wild i'm sorry i butchered the best part too i also, really like the that is not a thing also okay if your name, say you have like an extremely unique first name. Say your first name is like, I don't know, something super fucking weird. Pikachu. Exactly. If like, your name is Pikachu and you're like, I'm going to just go by Doug on the dating apps because I don't want anyone to know that my name is weird and I don't want to have to talk about it that much. I don't, I don't want it to be the first conversation I have with everyone. Maybe. But even then, it should be a nickname that, like, your friends also call you. It shouldn't just be like, oh, I'm changing my name from a super normal male name to another super normal male name. And my friends are going to lie to you about it. And, like, that's insane. That's serial killer shit. Doug at the bar. And he wasn't correcting her in front of his friends. That's the serial killer shit. Like, he has two personalities. Like, he asked her. Lots of American psycho stuff. Or maybe, oh, my God, maybe... Oh, she met the friends, though. I was going to say, maybe he has a wife. Interesting. Or maybe. But then why would he tell her his name later? And invite her to his house to watch the sunset. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that was a a separate apartment. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, double apartment. Consultant I think Traveling all the the time. (laughs) I think the simplest answer is that he's just fucking nuts. Yeah, and like, I guess he works for the government or works for the government sometimes, so some paranoia in there. He sounds like a character from like Veep or something. But yeah. Yeah, like, isn't his no, face. The isn't working it, for the government thing is a real excuse. That doesn't make any sense. And if all. you're like in the CIA, you're not saying like, oh, I'm giving you a fake name because I work for the government. You're being like, oh, no, I work for this. Like, I'm a. <laughs> I work at this blah, blah, blah. This I'm a salesperson at this place. Like, you don't, like, right? Yeah, if everyone who worked for the government had fake names on Tinder, like, there would be a, a problem going on in D.C. Like, we, they, people would struggle with this all the time, and I don't think we've gotten enough emails. We, this is our first one about it, so we have a decent amount of listeners in D.C., so I, I feel that this is, this is an anomaly. Hey, if anyone out there has dated this guy, let us know what he had. You call him. For sure. Let us know if Douglas, <laughs> Peter, Gregory, whatever the fuck his name is, is out there. Yeah, like Why pick a better name too. Going from Peter to Doug, like, ooh, no. I don't Peter's know. Peter's a good name. Peter's a great name and Doug's a fine name, you know, but like, yeah, we're, we're, come on, dude. And wow, I, I just, yeah, I feel very fortunate for all my experiences. Never had a... A catfish like that, or any catfish actually. Yeah. And his face is on insane. the dating profile. That's what I'm thinking. Like, your face is there. Do you have a twin brother named Doug? Ooh. Okay, oh. I'm done. There were two of them. The twin theory. This is like Lost. Remember when Lost was on TV and everyone was just spitting theories all the time? Yeah. Um. Anyway, guys, uh, we've already told you to join the secret Facebook group. We've already told you to rate, subscribe, review. You could also follow us on Instagram. You could sign into Kenny's DMs. Our Instagram is at 51firstdatespod. I won't tell you Kenny's. You got to do a little more work for that unless he wants to tell you. Yeah, just listen to a different episode. You'll find <laughs> Yeah, Kenny, do you have anything you want to plug or promote? 
your your inbox, perhaps. Oh my god, I'm not plugging anything. You would go on. I just like I'm not the creative enough type to have anything to plug. One day I'll have something fun to plug on here. That could I be probably- your goal. My goal is that too, because I don't do anything creative anymore. Eliza, we're plugging her stand up in May. You can see me do stand up at no, I'm not going to do this, but I will. I mean, I don't have enough shows now to make it not embarrassing, but I'm hoping that I'll have more soon. And I think we should do a live show this summer since I'm going to be in New York. But you guys all sure. have to you all have to DM the podcast saying, yes, I would go to a live show. I really would. And I live in New York because otherwise we're not going to do it. If two and you have to up, like try to come. I know it's hard to go to stuff, but we'll, we're going to be so sad if no one comes. We're literally we're too afraid that no one will show up that we won't do it. Like this is yeah. like just some millennial BS angst. Our podcast may not attract enough people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you so much. Thank you for everything. We, we know we've you. asked a lot of you tonight, but we really appreciate you. Love you, Kenny. Thank you for doing this again. Well, we'll check in soon. Um, yeah, go, go on, on a date. A date. Have it your way. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us where that's from. Okay. (laughs)